Welcome to Leadership Wisdom Podcast, part of the cultural influencers from Christian International and Chantel Cooley Ministries. Here we discuss and share leadership lessons, stories, and experiences to help you move forward in life. Hello, welcome today to Culture Influencers Leadership Wisdom Podcast. And uh, we're very excited today to have Jermaine Francis with us today. Uh, hello, Jermaine. Welcome, and it's glad to have you today. Hey, Apostle Gail. Yes, glad to be with you. All right. Well, we're going to uh, talk about a couple of things today, but uh, first let me just give a little background uh, on Jermaine, and that is that uh, he came to CI uh, actually to be a part of our ministry training college uh, several uh, years ago. <laughs> and uh, while he was here, he happened to meet a young lady that uh, he eventually married. Uh, and it was interesting because her name is Rebecca. So Jermaine uh, and Rebecca Francis. And uh, I had met uh, Rebecca uh, when she was only about 12 at a church in Central Florida. And we had prophesied to her family. And 10 years later, she shows up uh, as a part of the ministry training college. So uh, God had some divine steps of destiny in there for both of you guys. And, and uh, Jermaine had been away at a different school, uh, Rob Parsley School, I believe, for a year or so, and then uh, came to be with us. So they met, and uh, they've uh, pioneered a lot of things uh, at CI. They're uh, CI ministers based out of our home base uh, in Santa Rosa Beach. Uh, but they also uh, fulfill some of our on-base functions for the ministry. And uh, Jermaine especially is uh, kind of centered in on social media uh, and does a lot of things for us in that way. But uh, one of the things that they've done recently is write a new book, all right? Uh, and uh, that's very exciting. So uh, it's called Activating uh, Your Pro Prophetic Gifting. Uh, and... Uh, Tell us a little bit about that, Jermaine, how that happened, how it came about, and, and uh, what you kind of accomplished there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll just kind of start with the origin story of the book. Um, you know, being trained here at Christian National, you know, we're, we're trained in the prophetic to hear God's voice and really uh, to discern what God is speak, speaking and being able to share that with others. And so we have a whole training program here at CI that we call Ministering Spiritual Gifts, where we do a lot of that prophetic training and teaching. And so uh, the book really was birthed out of a lot of that uh, teaching understanding that we received here. But what really uh, stirred me to really write the book was, I was actually at a conference and I was actually running a book table for Bishop Hammond uh, at this conference. And uh, a couple of young people came up to me. They were actually in, in seminary and they said, Hey, you know, we've heard of Bishop Hammond. We're looking at his books. They're like, okay, which one of his books can I pick up right now and read? And by the time I'm done reading it, I can start prophesying. And I was looking at the books and I really thought, a lot of these cover a lot of the understanding of the prophetic, a lot of the theology of the prophetic brings a real balance to it. But I thought none of these books really meet that specific need where you read the book and it activates you as you're reading it. And so it, it, that really stirred in my heart where I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to write this book. I feel like I'm supposed to help meet that need and bridge that gap, even to a younger generation, uh, bridging that gap. And so that's how the Lord really started to stir that inside of me. And then Destiny Image Publishers approached us and said, hey, have you guys ever thought about writing a book on the prophetic and I was like yes literally I was thinking that, <laughs> that was on my heart and so I, you know that was the the aha from the Lord you know that was the, the confirmation and so 
Rebecca and I sat down and wrote this book really to, to be that bridge between someone who's maybe aware of the prophetic vaguely, but not really having an understanding. How do I step into it? How do I activate this in my life? And so that, that, that this book really is the key to bridging that gap for someone who's brand new and trying to learn and trying to figure it out. This, this book is the key. We put a lot of principles, a lot of uh, activations in the book so you can actually read it, walk through the exercises and beginning to hear God for yourself. That's great. I know uh, in the book, you actually activating the gift of prophecy. Uh, you actually give them a few steps about how they can begin to hear God's voice. Can you give us just a couple of those about what that's like? Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the biggest things is people may not realize they're hearing God. You know, a lot of times they're, they're looking for the big booming voice, you know, coming from outside towards them. So uh, some of the exercises we do is, is, you know, take some time, sit down, ask the Lord to speak to you. And this, during that time, whatever you receive in that time, begin to write it down. And as you do, read over it and begin to look at it as this is God's voice to you. And I, I, we've done that exercise so many times. And as people have done that, they're looking back, oh, my gosh, that was God. You know, and then they go back, think back. They're like, I've been hearing this for months. I just thought it was my own thoughts, you know. Uh, so I think the key is beginning to recognize that it's God speaking to you. Because God is already speaking to, to many of us. It's just to begin to be right. intentional about realizing that it's God's voice to us. Uh, so, so uh, the the real act, the point of the activations is to give you that intentionality of focusing in on saying, okay, I'm paying attention to God's voice, and then as you do that, your ability to hear and recognizing that it's God speaking to you begins to increase and grow. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, CI and of course Bishop Hammond is well known for the prophetic, and uh, we have a lot of contacts. A lot of our ministry network is uh, because of really a heart for the uh, prophetic. And, and one of the other key things that Bishop really believes in is that you can develop your character at the very same time you are developing your gifting. Uh, and I know for Rebecca and Jermaine, uh, that's been a focus, uh, the character side of prophetic gifting uh, development, uh, along with the prophetic itself, uh, is very important for longstanding ministers in the prophetic. And, and with the young generation kind of arising with a lot of the prophetic being new and uh, a little bit different in what people maybe are going for, uh, that character development is such a key. And I know you guys have, have really uh, focused on that and brought that to the young generation. So uh, very exciting. And, and where can we get that book, uh, Jermaine? Yeah. Where can people get it at? Uh, it's available on our website, uh, actually at activatingthegiftofprophecy.com, and it's also available on Amazon. Okay, Amazon and, and activating your gift of prophecy.com. Okay, well, that's great. And then uh, the other side of what Jermaine functions in a lot is actually carrying the prophetic uh, out to uh, social media uh, in a lot of different ways. And of course, I, I think I just heard uh, within this last week or so uh, that we're going to have our first Gen Z congressman, right? a young guy that just barely turns 25 before wow. the deadline uh, looks like he's going to be in. He's in a, he won the primary. He's in the good position, I think, for the general election. So we're going to have a Gen Z in Congress, which will be kind of wild. But, uh, <laughs> but it was interesting uh, that uh, one of the people that Jermaine works with and we work with uh, is a, actually a development software kind of development company. And, and he told me the story, the founder told me a story, uh, Clint, and he said that uh, for one of the churches in New York, upper state New York, 
Uh, all they did was advertise on social media for six months uh, before the church launched its first opening. And when the church opened on that Sunday, they had 400 people there. So wow. that tells you just a little bit about the power of impact of social media. So uh, Jermaine, just kind of wherever your heart is on that topic, just uh, what are you sensing? Where are we headed? Um, and how do you see that impact of influence happening in that realm? Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, I follow a lot of the the top social media people um, across the board, you know, secular uh, and Christians and everything, just really the top voices out there helping to pioneer the platforms. And really the key that a lot of them are speaking about is if you're adding value to people's lives, if you're, you're putting out content that is adding value to people's lives, your platform will grow. Um, you know, and so if you're, if you're speaking a message, if you're sharing something that, that impacts people, that begins to encourage them, begins to give them a whole new way of thinking or educates them in some way, that's where you're finding the masses. Because right now, you know, people are picking up their devices and they're, go, they're, they're looking for content that they want, you know? So if they want to learn about finances, they're going to find the top financial person to follow. You know, if they want to learn about business, they're going to find the top business people. And so, you know, the, the, the platform is wide open right now where, where it's the, the key is to, if you're, if you're going to be a voice for God on the social media platform, you've got to provide resources and answers that's going to meet people where they are. And, and if, you're, if you're sharing content that's going to say, hey, this is what's going to help you. This is what's going to bless you. I, I guarantee you, people are going to find you, you know. And so young people are, especially right now, the way they use social media, uh, it's either they're using it for entertainment or they're choosing what they want to be educated by. You know, if they want to find out any, any bit of information, they immediately pick up their phone and start searching for that information. So if you make yourself a source and an answer, they're going to come to you. They're going to find you. So if you're saying, if you're struggling with depression, and they, they, once they pick that up, if you, if you become an answer on depression, they're going to find you, you know? And so the key in this, in this season, I feel like for the body of Christ, really, is to put out content that begins to be solutions for the world. Because the world is searching for solution. They're searching for answers. They're desperately looking for someone that can make sense of what they're going through in their life, you know? And so, so the key is in this time, uh, you know, in, in previous generations, we would invite people to come to church, you know, we'd say, come to church with us, you're going to receive, you, you know, you're going to hear the pastor teach you a great message on, 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 the, on Jesus or something, you know, but now this is really a demonstration of us going out you know, going yeah. out to where they are, going out to where the people are. So instead of holding our content and saying, come to church to receive our content, we're saying we're pushing our content out there in a digital way so that you can find it wherever you are. And as people find that content wherever they are, you know, they're going to be touched. You know, I use my social media a lot to share uh, quotes and I share things, you know, just inspirational things. And I can show you my direct message folder. It is full of people asking for prayer. It is full of people saying, oh my gosh, what you posted blessed me so much. And some of these people aren't even Christians. They're not even believers. You know, they're coming across my content because I'm constantly putting it out there. And so, so even with Christian National, that's what we're starting to do over this next phase of how we're pushing out social media is going to be, is creating content that's going to meet people needs and be a solution to where people are and you know in 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 the crazy media world that we're in with fake news and all kinds of stuff people are looking for truth you know they're looking for truth in the middle of it all so we have to be that voice of truth and use this platform that god has really allowed to be developed in our generation you know to, to really yes. be able to be a voice uh to to release the fullness of what god wants to bring forth Yes. Well, one of the things we always tell our ministers in the ministry network is if you really want to be successful as a church, 
you need to find a need and meet it. And so yeah. in social media, uh, we're pretty much saying that exact same thing, a different way and a different wave of the prophetic that's uh, very exciting. Of course, one of the things in this crazy last uh, several months uh, of life uh, that has happened has been that uh, many of uh, my generation, baby boomers, have been forced into uh, some kind of digital technology uh, in a way probably that never would have happened before. But uh, I oversee a network of ministers here in the U.S., and, and most of them now have said that when they went to some kind of a digital platform for some of their services, that they are reaching usually an exponential of 10 at least, uh, and maybe a hundred uh, times uh, the people that they would have typically met coming to their church on any given day. So that's really exciting. And, and of course, it's, it's around the world that people connect now and, and uh, you can influence somebody uh, completely in another nation uh, by yeah. something that, that you post on social media. So well, we're excited to have Jermaine be a part of that and, and lead us as we head into that realm as CI uh, with Bishop Hammond in, in some new ways. Uh, this year, and and uh, it's interesting. Bishop will uh, be 86 in just a, f a couple of weeks, uh, yeah. and he loves Zoom calls. All right, he does. <laughs> he does. He has a taste of them. It's like uh, he has an appetite for connecting that way. So it's really good to uh, to see that happen. Uh, and then, of course, the other thing that that we're seeing, uh, and that we've had you on another call to talk a little bit about, uh, has been some of the things we're seeing in the nation right now. Uh, with some of the divisiveness and some of the upheaval that is happening. Uh, and maybe if you just have a couple minutes, you, you could kind of speak your heart on, on how you see maybe moving forward with the kingdom and especially the church uh, moving forward in this season. Because I think, just like you said, the church should be leading, uh, should have the answers that people are looking for right now. So yeah. uh, how do you see, what do you see with that, Jermaine, and, and how we can maybe advance? Absolutely. And I think this is, this is great. I was actually listening to a, a broadcast with uh, N.T. Wright. If you're not familiar with him, he's a, uh, a theologian of the New Testament. He's out of England. But he was, he was kind of breaking down some of the Ephesian scriptures. And I think this was so right on for right now. But he's talking about how, uh, you know, Paul was really admonishing them to reach out and to love and to draw people in. And I think that's, that's really the key for the body of Christ right now. We have to lead the way in love. You know, the world is crying out for justice and, and they're, they're wanting justice in their own way. But I think this is going to be a time where as we reach out in love and we begin to embrace, embrace one another, instead of looking at, there's so much division in our nation, political, financial, all kind of division across the board. So if we, you know, and John, it talks about, they'll know us because of our love, you know, they'll know we are his disciples because of our love. And so I think this is the key for us to begin to rise up in that place of love. And even going back to what I was saying about social media, but meeting the needs of people. If we can begin to meet the needs of our community from that place of love, we're going to draw them in. We're going to impact hearts. Uh, you know, you see so many secular charitable organizations doing things that people are running to those organizations because they feel like those are meeting their needs, you know. So I think this the key for the church really to gain this place of influence in this season, I really feel, is to, to step into that place of love and begin to meet the needs of your, your local community, even uh, whatever region or sphere that God's given you. And I feel like as we begin to do that, we're going to release God's love in a way that draws people in. And I think in, in a lot of ways, previously, 
you know, with, with previous models of, of church function that we would focus on, you know, we need to go win them to the Lord. We focused on, on salvation and, and evangelism, which of course is important, but we focus on that first before we met their needs. And so all, all they heard was, you need to come to Jesus. You need to come to Jesus, you know, and they're like, ah, oh, I don't know about that. But if they can see that we love them, if they can see we care about them and begin to meet that need first, then they'll be like, okay, then they're more open to receiving whatever else we have to offer, whatever else we want to share. So I think the key in this season for the church is to begin to reach out with arms of love to, to draw those in that would once feel rejected or feel like they, they don't belong. So even on the racial issues, even on, on political issues, beginning to reach out and, and beyond what we may even feel comfortable with, you know, it's going to challenge some of our comforts. Of, well, I, I like this kind of setting, but if we can begin to push past and let God's love flow through us, we can begin to draw in. And I believe we'll, we'll touch more hearts that way. Right, right. Well, that's so good. I, you know, I think all of us really are sensing, even though it's been kind of a chaotic time in a lot of ways, we're very expectant of what God is going to be doing in this next season as well. And that uh, we have a promise that he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh uh, in these end days. And I believe that we're heading towards that time. We're going to see that more and more. And of course, as God is love, as he pours out his spirit, it's going to be manifested in love. So that's, I think those are some really good, good insights into uh, how we can advance. And, and uh, we are really sensing that there's that new wave of the prophetic that's coming in this season as well. And we're seeing corporately at CI that uh, many new doors are open for the prophetic that weren't before. Uh, and uh, it, it's interesting, even I just talked with Rebecca just uh, yesterday, and she was telling me about uh, her former uh, pastor uh, that was not open to the prophetic and where she had been many, many years ago, and that you saw where he bought, and both yeah. he and his wife bought your book. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. I thought that is, that is a great testimony to, to know that, you know, you get into uh, people's space in a lot of different ways. And obviously that happened with, with you and the prophetic and, and opened the door for them to maybe experience it in, in some new ways. So, uh, well, that's very, very, very exciting. And, and uh, we're looking forward to these next uh, seasons. Of course, Culture Influencers is really purposed in uh, meeting the needs of ministers in the marketplace, as I really believe that everybody in the marketplace needs to hear God's voice and uh, needs to move with the Lord in their sphere of influence and business and government. And, and it was interesting on uh, one of our seven mountain Zoom calls, we actually had more people from the entertainment industry than we had from anywhere else. And that's really new. And for a season, I think Christians uh, have backed out of kind of the technology realm in quite a quite a way and over many years and back to the influence of Hollywood and, and that whole scenario. But, uh, but there's an awakening that's coming to the church about uh, the technology uh, can be a really good thing. It can, can be a really bad thing if you're orchestrating getting people together to do negative things and it's easy to do now with social media. But, but in addition to that, it's just as easy to get good people together uh, to cause things to happen. So, uh, so that, that's, that's really good, uh, Jermaine. It's great to hear everything that you're doing right now. And uh, we appreciate you being on. Just any closing thoughts today? Anything that you just had in your heart that uh, you think some of the listeners in the marketplace may like to hear or need to hear? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I would just say this to encourage those that are listening, uh, whatever sphere you're in. But I, this is really a time where I feel like God is going to cause us to step out in faith in some new ways. And so there may be things you're like, well, I need this to line up and then I'll do that. But, but I really feel like God's really pushing us forward and saying, take advantage of things that are happening right now. This is going to be a real time of, of, of really capitalizing on some things that are happening that God wants to use to advance us. And so ideas you may have been sitting on for years, implement them this year. You know, things that you may have been feeling stirring in your heart, begin to step out. I really feel like God's going to give us those opportunities to possess some new territory in this season, but he's going to cause us to step out, take those faith steps. And as we do that, God's going to cause us to possess more of this next season. Yes, amen. That's so, so good. I didn't I didn't ask you to prepare this, but do you happen to have a, one of your books handy that you know? I, I don't, not right oh. with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing right now. I should have brought one. I should have brought one. Uh, but uh, tell us once again, activating the gift of prophecy, uh, where they can get it. Jermaine and Rebecca are available to also come and speak, minister at churches and at conferences around the world. Uh, so they carry a, a real strong uh, prophetic mantle, uh, and I have a lot of great testimonies in the prophetic. Uh, but just tell us one more time uh, where they can find your book and where uh, they can find your website as well. Sure. Um, you can actually go to uh, germaineandrebecca.com. Uh, that's our website, and you'll actually find our book there on the website also, but it's also available on Amazon. Okay. All right. Well, great. Thank you so much, Jermaine. And uh, uh, we are looking forward to the days ahead and what God's going to be doing and being a part of the technology prophetic wave that's uh, coming to the earth, we really believe today. So uh, God bless you. And uh, for those who are listening today, we appreciate you. And uh, you want to check out that book. Uh, it's a great book and uh, will lead you forward, uh, not just in ministry, but in marketplace endeavors. So uh, want to pick that up and find that. All right. God bless you, Jermaine. We will bless talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Thank you. For more information on Christian International, visit ChristianInternational.com. And for more information on Chantel Cooley Ministries, visit ChantelCooley.com.